Hello everybody, this is your Memory Machine host, Nate Lockhart, just giving you a friendly word of warning for those of you who may have little ears in the room, or who may have certain sensitivities to that sort of thing, but I did not censor any of the swearing in this podcast uh, coming up, because, uh, well, who am I to bleep the guy who plays the angry video game nerd? Anyway, that's all I had to say, on with the show. Well, I guess uh, now would be as good as time as any to introduce her to, to people to the podcast. This is a podcast, by the way. It is not a James Rolfe panel. That's what uh, you were hoping for. I'm That's sorry. happening tomorrow at one thirty. But it'll still be fun. Um, my name is Nate Lockhart, and I'm the host of the Memory Machine, a podcast within the Geekiverse media landscape, as it were. Enterprise. Enterprise. Media enterprise. Uh, that's pretty much all I do for the Geekiverse. Uh, <laughs> let me introduce uh, my other co-host over here. This man is... Seth, Seth Zielinski, Cap Americanski on Twitter. Uh, pleasure to be here, as always, but uh, on this occasion specifically, because we've got a little guest with us. Who do we got, Nate? Please, uh, tell us who you are, and for the two people who may not know you, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, I'm James Rolfe, and Ooh. I'm a creator of Cinemassacre, Angry Video Game Nerd. Yay! Yay. Oh, Thanks. Been- Thank you for being a guest. This yes. has been a, a total pleasure to, to have you here. Yes. So today I thought it would be good since, one, usually we spend a, way too much time on a topic, and uh, wax too, but we only have uh, about 45 minutes to an hour, so I thought it would just be a good opportunity to talk about what our favorite firsts in video games were. Um, of course, so, and we talked about favorite okay. firsts. Yeah. Uh, Seth, please explain. So when, well. I, when I said favorite firsts, I meant... Um, a favorite first thing that happened in video Like the games. first game that has this type of mechanic and right. first game with voice acting. Thing is, uh, I misinterpreted that, the audience misinterpreted that, and then I misinterpreted it when I told James what the topic was. So this is not going to be <laughs> entirely... <laughs> As in so, your first. In I the, thought it was like yeah. the first game that impacted me in this But way, I think so. I know where you're going, so I think I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we can do a mix of the two... Uh, the, the two abstracts, if you wish, Nate? Absolutely. I don't see why not. Look, okay. It's just a nice big uh, love fest yeah. for old video games. So. All right. You know uh, what? Everything, it really, that makes a huge impact, it, it tends to be when uh, uh, like the common perception of it uh, considers it the first. It's not yeah. necessarily the first. It's kind of like, when did it really catch on? When did it happen? Right. <clears throat> I was talking to someone True. when I... Pose this question on Facebook. They're they're talking about well, I really like first person shooters, so I guess my favorite first would be Battlezone because that's a, and I sort of dug into it. And I was like, well, technically there were <laughs> computer games on mainframes in the seventies, like Maze War, that per, that pioneered the first person shooter, you know. Yeah. And but I was like, that's just pedantic, and no one wants yeah. to hear it. So. <laughs> but ped, uh, pedantry is some things what I'm good take at, shape gradually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There isn't really a, uh, an easy way to pinpoint which one was the first. Oh, it, a lot it of times really it'll hard. be it's yeah. a fool's errand, honestly. A fool's a errand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, yeah, you have the games that create it, and then you have games that popularize it. So it's you know, Resident mm-hmm. Evil Four was not the first yeah. game that had an over-the-shoulder uh-huh. uh, angle, you know, for for aiming, but uh, it was certainly the the game yeah. that kind of revolutionized it and brought it to the masses. So, mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars was not original. Indiana Jones was not original. Not they they yeah. they <laughs> borrowed from so many things, but they were the ones that made it popular. 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I think one that would be good to start with um, is uh, one of my firsts, as I, as I know for a fact that this is the first. And no one, if anyone wants to fight me on it, that's your prerogative. Um, <laughs> but uh, but the, the first video game controller to use a D-pad, which would have been the Famicom. I, uh, well, I mean, technically, uh, I, I see a guy over there is like, well, the game, game of watch is like, I see you, buddy. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, you're good. I'm glad you're here. Uh, but uh, but uh, what a revolution that the yeah. D-pad was. Well, who would have thought, like, uh, okay, so we got this joystick, you know, you, you right. pull it left, right. Let's make something that looks like an X, like mm -hmm. just a cross or whatever. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. like, you wouldn't have th thought that that would work, but it it did beautifully, and I prefer yeah. it. I'm, I'm more of a D-pad guy than a joystick guy. I know everybody has their own preference. Sure. Yeah, I guess it mm. depends what kind of game you're playing. But it does. But it's just so ergonomic. Yeah. I mean, when you when you have the D-pad in your, I mean, it, it, I, I I do love old video games. I play a lot of them. You know, I got things like Intellivision, ColecoVision, but those joysticks are maddening. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they, they hurt my hands when I look at them. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Um, and I'm like thinking about it, just my like fingernail getting like caught on it. As yes, <laughs> yes, especially oh, with the, the Intellivision. The disc thing? The, oh, the, the di um, was it yes. the ColecoVision oh, or Intellivision? No, the ColecoVision had, had a little thumbstick. Oh, okay. The, uh, oh, and the, the Intellivision was the disc. disc. Yeah. Right, okay, mm -hmm. yeah. And you could see these, I, I feel like the Intellivision was the closest to the D-pad, because it, you could tell it, that's mm. what it was going for, but uh -huh. how it was... How your hand was situated on the controller was so awkward, uh -huh. combined with where the buttons were, the action buttons. So you yeah, know, when you try to, it just doesn't work. But but the D pad is, it's genius. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Gunpei Yokoi was uh, quite an inventor. Um, please look into his life. I, I mentioned this once on another podcast about Gunpei Yokoi, but he did a lot of really cool, innovative things with toys and, and video games. Um, even things that you may not have like uh, like there was one thing he, he did it was a precursor to Duck Hunt where it would just project an image of a duck on the wall and shoot it you mm -hmm. know that was from the 70s but yeah. tune into yeah. Gunpei Yokoi Machine for the, our, our spinoff show for more information about Gunpei Yokoi yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a popular topic on please anyway. visit <laughs> please do it but anyway yeah, yeah so that that was that was my first one I, I, I thought that was pretty solid you can't prove to, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think there was ever a D-pad before that mm. time on a console yeah so, so that is my first first. I'll go with well, there was a, I was going to say my if it was my personal first, my first console I played was the Super Nintendo, but if we're going with first as in pioneering new concepts, how about the first female lead in a video game, which would be if I'm not mistaken, Ms. Pac-Man. Huh? Is that true? Oh. Any contenders to that? I'm trying to think. I can't <clears throat> uh, there had to maybe lead, I don't know if there's a Atari. <clears throat> well, there was a uh, was uh you know that game uh, mm -hmm. Gotcha that Atari had the arcade game Gotcha? No, yeah. that was about a guy chasing girls. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I think yeah. you might be right. I Unless there are some of those of Atari porn games that might have... No, <laughs> no, yeah. no. But that's not yeah. the kind of female yeah. representation we're looking for. Yeah. Well, what about, what about uh, first female lead in like an action uh, series? Like, would it be Metroid? Is there something earlier? You know, uh, earlier than Metroid. Samus, Samus yeah. you think that's the first? You think for an action game? I think you might be right. Game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, that's I a, yeah. that. so that's could, a good call in that sense. Yeah, I, I could mm -hmm. totally buy that. But yeah, Miss Pac-Man. Yeah. Miss Pac-Man also uh, being the first sequel to Pac-Man. It's the first mm -hmm. in a kind of way. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, that that story is crazy. Do you know the story of Miss Pac-Man? How that happened? No. 
um, general computing uh, company mm-hmm. or corporation. Uh, they developed a board that you could put into your Pac-Man machines to kind of update it and give it a new spin, so it wasn't wouldn't get old and people would keep putting money in the machines. They called it Crazy Auto, and it added mm-hmm. little legs to Pac-Man, so he looks like this tiny little Pac-Man but with long legs. It's very weird to look at the prototype, <laughs> but eventually. Uh, <laughs> Valley Midway saw it and they loved it, so they bought it, put Pac-Man with a bow in it, and it's Miss Pac-Man. And then Namco sued them for it uh, <laughs> because that Namco did not like them doing that. Mm-hmm. In fact, it took a long time for Namco to be okay with Miss Pac-Man. They uh, they, they they long shirked it in uh, uh, collections until I think like the very late '90s is when they finally kind of made their peace hmm. with the fact that this American-made sequel <laughs> is. It's just part of life now, and we have to accept it. We have to accept Miss Pac-Man. So that was more about national preference rather than gender I inequality. Think I think, because for the longest time, Namco would say, that, no, the first real sequel to Pac-Man is Super Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. And Super Pac-Man's okay. It's, it's fine. It's a fine <laughs> game, I guess. Eat pretzels yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I can't say of, I'm much of a Pac-Man expert, yeah. but there is, there is a lot uh, to it. Yeah. No, no. Uh, the the uh, the Pac-Man that Super Nintendo game is one that oh, people. Oh, Pac-Man too. Yeah, people <laughs> they they uh, request yeah. that to me uh, all the time. Maybe one of these times, but uh, yeah. it's not a bad game. <clears throat> but it is weird. No, yeah, I have played it a little. It, it, it I mean, it's it's definitely different. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. My know. my brother actually is here in the audience. Do you remember uh, getting Pac-Man two from Blockbuster back in the day and just being like, "What is this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what is this game? Why am I hitting Pac-Man with a slingshot?" Um, but yeah, uh, were, were there any uh, firsts that came to mind for for you, James? That that you said, you know, this is. Gee, that, um, I mean, I don't know if it's the best example, but the first one that's coming to my mind just yeah. now is, uh, I believe, the first gun, like the first peripheral, was oh. uh, the Odyssey. And, oh, yes. And that gun was not messing around. It was like, an, <laughs> it looked like a gun. It it's wasn't like, rifle. yeah. yeah it's an honest-to-God rifle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Have you ever had a chance to use one? Well, you must have one. A yeah, real when, rifle, or well, what? no, the, the, the Odyssey. The, rifle. <laughs> the oh yeah, yeah it has. Yeah. yeah, well, there was one in the Odyssey yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I it's been so long. Like, and after as time goes on, I start to just forget unless I look back at the videos. But even now, it's like you know, with so many episodes, I I just don't remember. So, I, so um. if it's something happened in the episode, I, I apologize. I don't re- <laughs> remember what it was. But uh, uh, from memory, memory. Uh, uh, serves that the the rifle did not work. Mm. Um, I mean, it, it may have worked at one time in its life, but it didn't. It does not uh, now. Mm. Um, and also, you know, I wonder. The, it probably wouldn't be hard to build your own. I would think because I'm pretty yeah. sure it's just like a photo cell, you know, wired yeah. up to it somehow. I don't know because the um, all those light guns and all that. I've never really been able to use, even on. Old TVs. I'm using like old CRT TVs, right, right. and I still have uh, the same kind of issues with them, where they just, I just can't get them to work. And the Odyssey is just such a strange console. It's such a weird beast. <laughs> yeah. When um, Seth and I we go to the Midwest Gaming Classic every year in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and there's a group that uh, called Guys Games and Beer, I think is what they're called. But they always bring their Odyssey, and Seth and I tool around for for about. That was the first five time minutes. I ever got to play an Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's 
it's very interesting. It's yeah, if you're, I mean, mm-hmm. it would take a lot of imagination to play it at a stretch. But gee, it, first console te- technically. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, actually. There you go. Well, that's a perfect first. Comes with, yeah. yeah. It comes with poker chips and yeah, yeah. overlays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. It's barely a video game. It's but weird. Yeah. It's but it is a pioneer in that way. So yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Yeah, and I like how they they come with two size overlays. So in in case <laughs> yes. your TV is. Uh, you know, yeah. was like, it 13 and 19 inch? Yeah, I just did. <laughs> so I did the size of your TV. You know, you could uh, match it to the overlay. Yeah. But yeah, it really does come with like you open it up and they just thought of everything. It's like <laughs> so you got like because the styrofoam. You know how they cut it all out so everything yeah. fit. Yeah. You got your stack of poker chips. You got like um, your. Uh, Gee, what what else is with that? Did they have like I a roulette that came with it? I think it did. Yeah. yeah. Now I forget, but uh, scorecards, like charts and, yeah. and stuff for football, and like uh huh, uh, all these like mathematics you have to do and everything. And yeah. Can you imagine playing football and, with the Odyssey. Yeah. Imagine that. Like. And, yeah. And the craziest thing is just to think that it failed because because you think okay, first video game console. Oh, that must be must have been huge. That must have been like really successful. But instead, from what I uh, here is that uh, people thought well it was, it was the Magnavox Odyssey and people thought oh well I need a Magnavox TV yeah. to play it oh. that's pretty sad if it flopped because of that you, you see on a lot yeah. of the advertisements of the era for the Magnavox Odyssey I you can see the commercials trying in vain to dispel that rumor. Like say, <laughs> like they say, like really, it works on every TV. <laughs> yeah. And, I and think you're talking that message of, just to get through to the the consumer yeah. base. And you're talking about something that all it is is you're moving like a white little cursor around on a on a screen. Yeah. It's not even. Uh, it's it's it, not really a game until you apply all that supplemental material yeah, to it. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It, it it's it's what you put into it that makes it a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, and yeah. I, we're playing tennis with it, and <clears throat> the way the Odyssey works, if you've never handled one, is it, it has a horizontal knob, a vertical knob, and a English knob. Mm-hmm. And this English knob is what happens is when your ball hits your paddle, you can wiggle around the English knob, and it just makes the ball go spastic. <laughs> as it, Like, that's supposed to be the angle at which you hit the ball. Yeah. So makes you appreciative of... The simplification that Atari uh-huh. applied to it, like <laughs> yeah. the concept. Yeah, if anybody gets the chance to play an Odyssey, it, it's like it's something that can't be emulated in any other way. Like you, you have to play it with the console. If if you ever get the chance, it's a it's a crazy experience. I highly recommend it. Just There's no for processor us. in it. It's just yeah. discrete logic. And it's like an analog. Like you're moving this cursor around, but it's like an analog uh, thing. So it's like. You, it just feel it has like the feel to it, like it's really smooth. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and uh, yeah, but but it's funny what you say about um, the the rifle because yeah. they really did like that's what light guns looked like up until the zapper, I guess. Because you see like things I like guess. the Coleco Telstar, oh, and it has like it just looks like, a, and, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just a revolver. It yeah. doesn't even have an orange dip. That's just a revolver. Yeah, yeah. Like, you had your early Megatrons, the which was the Walther P38, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that was before rules about that kind of thing got more stringent. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there mm-hmm. was an era of not being able to distinguish between mm-hmm. the toy guns and video game guns and real guns. Mm-hmm. There so, you go. Yeah. What Time do you got change. next, Nate? Well, what do I have next? <laughs> Let me pull up my notes that I have so strenuously taken. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say... Um, the first two, this is jumping way ahead here, mm-hmm. uh, if you'll allow me. Uh, the first two Pokemon games, Red and Blue, 
Um, yeah, yeah. It's a good game. Those are good games. Um, yeah, I revisited them when they came out on Virtual Console for the 3DS. Um, just sort of, you know, it's $10. It was fun to, just to revisit something. But I got hooked into it all over again. Like, like time had never changed. And, and yeah, uh, oh, geez, I don't remember. Uh, someone asked who my starter was. Uh, starter, I don't know. I always pick something different every time I play it. Maybe Squirtle. But my first one was Squirtle. My very first one was Squirtle was yeah. definitely Squirtle, um, but uh, <laughs> but but uh, I was amazed playing through it again, realizing how good of a first RPG it was. So if you were like a, a kid and you never played an RPG before, Pokemon is so good at distilling uh, all those concepts in a very easy to digest way. And there's things in it like the bike, which allows it to st- go so much more smoothly. Like I, I replayed um, the original Dragon Warrior not too long ago, yeah. and I got so bored so quickly. I, I, I was playing it on an emulator, so I sped it up like 500%. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it then. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just amazed that one, it's very good as a beginner's RPG, even if you're a seasoned RPG player. It's still fun even then, even if you're used to that stuff. I remember playing yeah. like a demo of like PlayStation One, Final Fantasy Seven, yeah. just like blowing my mind like as yeah. a kid. And the music stuck to me, and I'm like, oh my god, I gotta pick this up and play through the whole game. It yeah. Was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I got the, okay. I like blowing my mind back in the day and found the four disc soundtrack online. Oh really? Back in like the yeah. late '90s, you bought the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't find those things easily. No, yeah. no, not not then. Certainly not. Yeah, yeah, that's how I got my Metal Gear Solid soundtracks. I had order them from Japanese retailer. My we'll, brother we'll found get, online. We'll get to that Metal Gear Boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I I was just amazed by by how good an RPG. Did, uh, James, did you have any experience with those? Or is that a little past uh, your time? Uh, no, not well, not Dragon Warrior, but Pokemon. Well, you can talk about no. Dragon Warrior if you want. <laughs> actually, not at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, me neither, actually. Yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. shit about Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, if you asked us who our uh, starter was, the, I would say... It's a good game. Yeah. Pico guy was my favorite starter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All James. I know is that the kids having the seizures in the 90s, and that was the oh, first time I heard that. That was a big deal. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, that was the, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That, that was the first time I ever heard about Pokemon. Was it was, the, was the Japanese for me seizure. too? And I remember hearing about the whole conspiracy yeah. that it was secretly all about Satan. <laughs> and, uh, was, but there's every new popular franchise. There's there's groups that make up things like that. But mm-hmm. yes, I have heard about um, that. Yeah, um, and uh, oh, I tried to get into Pokemon that. a little bit, but. I just yeah, I bought some Burger King toys and I looked at people <laughs> I, sitting on the school hallways trading cards and I just uh, I just oh, couldn't man, get into it. But I never tried the games. Game. And it's too late now, Nate. No, it's not. It's too late no, for it's me. Not. It's ten dollars. I, I don't have enough of an attention span the, the, anymore. There is a whole audience of people just saying, "Dude, just buy it. It's ten dollars." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm. You're probably right. A guy yeah, out there saying it's never right. too late. To Although start I'm true inherently words. not an true RPG words. guy at all, but it would be mm. very easy to get into. I've been sure. trying to get into RPGs a little bit. I just started playing Chrono Trigger for the first time. Oh, first, first. first. Oh, nice. You're yeah. in for a treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> Every time I, I would always watch like uh, I always watch old video game commercials and stuff, and like video game the cutscenes and stuff, and the music and the, and uh, and the setting and everything of Chrono Trigger always makes me really interested. And I've heard that it's relatively user friendly to get into for somebody mm. new to RPGs. So. Yeah. Um, I got that's what I got. I got the DS version. Yeah, I got my 3DS on it. So, yeah. So that'll be good. That'll be kind of my first RPG, I guess. I played bits and pieces here and there, but never through an RPG. In fact, um, uh, I was a guest on a podcast recently of um, a Nintendo Main, and one of the uh, one of the guys emailed me because he knew I was going to do this podcast. Jeremy from Nintendo Main. He was saying about uh, Chrono Trigger that. Uh, that was the first game, uh, the first video game story to really pull him in in a certain way. Yeah. Um, mm. That was something that was, uh, I think, video games still struggle with from time to time, <laughs> trying to incorporate story without bogging down mm. the uh, pace of the game and, you know, See. worrying you with uh, cutscenes and. All that. Speaking of cutscenes. Speaking of cutscenes. Bogging down. No, see, I, no, I'm of the opinion that no, that with Metal Gear, the more cutscenes, the better, baby. I'll mm. sit through two oh. hours of cutscenes. It's fine as long Whoa. as it's Metal Gear. But that's me. <laughs> that's just mine. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I had that in my incorrect list of firsts. Yeah. It was uh, yeah the first kind of well, like. It is the first Metal Gear Solid game. It's That's the first, first. It's the first game called Metal Gear Solid that was ever made. <laughs> the first 3D Metal Gear game. Yeah. yeah. And uh, sure. And uh, yeah, that was the first. Uh, that was revelatory for me. You know, in 1998, playing it, and really feeling like I was playing a movie for the first time. And uh, there was a lot about that game, uh, about the the themes and 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 the gameplay of it, that was uh, a little too advanced for me. I was. Uh, 11 years old playing it so uh but it nevertheless it just uh, it hooked me and that's uh, to this day it's just uh, such a such a touchstone for me it's my favorite franchise uh, my, cur- my currently mm. my only tattoo is a foxhound tattoo that's right mm. here because i can't mm. see because it's underneath the spider-man costume i have on but uh <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's underneath <laughs> the spider-man costume <laughs> but i have my peter parker disguise on on top of that yeah, yeah. so you yeah, know you know yeah you're such a nerd get out of here we're at nickel city con it's not like i do this every day <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> yep, <laughs> sure is. Yeah, I would have changed out of it, but I didn't bring oh. shoes. That sh- oh, it's a little <laughs> chilly in here anyway. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It's much warmer yeah. upstairs. I, I think it's really nice. It's so warm upstairs. You want to ask a question? What do you got? What's your like? Most games these days are focused on multiplayer experiences. Mm. Don't really tell a good story. The really good games like. Sorry for Fallout, Shadow of War. Yeah. Skyrim are coming soon, right between now. Like, what's your guys' opinion on that? I have not played any of those games. He hasn't played anything <laughs> after 1999. Yeah, 19, but, uh, ni- 1999 is my cutoff. 1999. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My what? mind's probably like 96. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, do you have, a, oh, do you have a, a perspective on that, James? Just about uh, whether or not single-player well, games and, and single-player stories. Jeez, that's a whole podcast in and of itself, though. Like, yeah. talking about, like, story. <laughs> no, it's okay. okay. You, got, okay. you got James Rolfe here. You want to ask him a question? I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. What do you got? I got a question for you. Uh, what do you think about 
Konami uh, nowadays with this whole Metal Gear Survive? Like, what's your favorite Metal Gear game? Stuff like that. Either one or three would be my favorite Metal Gear games, even though I really dearly love all of them. Uh, you know, a lot of people have mixed opinions on four. I love four. Uh, you know, five, even though it's like half complete, uh, I think is wonderful. Uh, and yeah, I mean, overall, Konami is. Uh, in a kind of a sorry state there. Um, I'm hoping they'll experience sort of like a move, a move like what happened with Capcom. Capcom was kind of not treating their licenses as well, but they've been trying to do better with that in the past couple of years. Resident Evil 7 was wonderful. They're remaking Resident Evil 2. Hopefully Mega Man 11 will be great. So, um, yeah, but it's unfortunate. Um, I really wish they would just sell their licenses off to, like, Sony or somebody else <clears throat> for them to utilize. Cause, like yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like, we need a new good Castlevania game, you know, even like some kind of like a 2D, you know, like download-only thing would be great. Um. The first one a little bit. That was cool. You tried playing that one, What's right? It's called Blades of Shadow. No, Lords. Lords, Lords of Shadow. Of Shadow. The PS3 360. Blades of Lords uh, of Shadow. You played a little bit of that, right? You did a video on that. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That one was cool. Don't you I remember, like that. James, that video? Yeah, he had to remind <laughs> I'm me. I'm sorry. I'm the curator of the Cinemaster Library when he's on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, when I got the DLC for that game, yeah. I played it on one setting oh, mm -hmm. yeah. for like eight hours just to beat it. And when I got to the final boss, mm -hmm. I never experienced rage where I wanted to go. Yeah. You did. You did throw it through a TV, or you wanted did, to? Did you beat it though? Eventually. I, mean, I actually, I, I spent like two and a half hours on the final boss. Could not beat it. Mm. Put the controller down once and sleep for six hours. Sometimes that's what you need. Yeah, mm -hmm. you you just need a little break, a little recuperate. Yeah. You know, speaking of that, I was really so speaking of what? Speaking of tantrums, oh. I was really <laughs> trying to think of because when I was a kid. And sometimes as an adult, uh, like getting angry during playing a game, that's where I vent my anger. I'm generally not an angry person, but mm -hmm. when we're playing a frustrating video game. Yeah. I really, and when I was a kid, I genuinely did throw controllers. <laughs> I smashed them. I bit him? them sometimes. <laughs> and uh, I was, and I was really trying to think what was the first game I really did that on that really pissed me off that much. I couldn't nail it down, but uh, I remember mm -hmm. some of the like the Super Star Wars games on Super Nintendo were really oh, those games. Those, those were frustrating at times, even though I love them. Do you guys have any recollection of like the first time getting really pissed at a video game? Oh, I don't know, but question. I just want to say it's it's actually a, I, I think you hit upon something that's a very healthy thing to like take your anger out on a game as opposed to something else. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like true, true. yeah, you can be a very peaceful person and uh, try to just get angry when you're playing a game because it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, right. right. I, I can get mad at losing yeah. an NBA jam and it <laughs> yeah. just doesn't matter as much for yeah. whatever reason. I'm I do thinking remember, double I think dragon. It's the only time I've thrown double a controller. Dragon. Yeah. A double dragon. Tell, tell you, us about double dragon. Oh, uh, <clears throat> about getting mad at double dragon. Oh, well, I remember getting really mad at double dragon and I remember that I that was the first time ever that I can recall Probably the only time, really, it was taking a, the game, the, the cartridge out of the console, just, just like the angry nerd would do. <laughs> Took the cartridge out and like threw it onto the, the the floor. And my dad came in, and was like, "I have a hammer. You want me to just smash it for you?" And I was like, "And then I was like, no, 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 don't do." It. <laughs> That's a really good story. Does, it, does, it, does he ever tell that to you? Does he come over like, remember that time you wanted me to smash that cartridge? Oh <laughs> yeah, I don't think he remembers. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. 
Yeah. That can okay. Yeah. The timing, depending on like how you're playing that game, and even like the TV you're using, He's the timing about the can be. the rapper for the listening audience. Yeah, yeah, prapper the rapper. Um, that uh, uh, yeah, the timing of that can be really frustrating because it's wrong, and you have to hit everything like late. Uh, but yeah, if you're playing the PSP game or like some of the newer versions, uh, yeah, depending on how you're playing that game. But apparently, even playing it in its native way. Stupid hip hop culture! I don't understand you. No, no, that's a t that's a tough game though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Katie's telling me about the time that. Um, well, my dad, okay, so I think I've told it, I don't remember if I've told this on the podcast before, but this is the time I've had a system turned off on me, is me and my brother, who was in the audience, mm. um, we, uh, we, we were playing Donkey Kong Country. Which one is he, by the way? Uh, it's that guy over there. <laughs> that is also a brother. That's but the other brother. brother. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's two of them. Oh, two you got three, three, all three. So yeah, 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 all three. Yeah. Uh, my sister is not here, but um, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, hi, Maggie. Um, <laughs> but uh, we were playing Donkey Kong Country. It must have been 1997 or something. I was 10. Aaron was 8. Mm -hmm. And we finally beat it. We beat King K. Rules. The first time we ever done it. And we were so excited. <laughs> we were jumping up and down and screaming. And like, I can't. Because we really hadn't beaten a lot of games like that at that point. So the fact that we had done that was a big accomplishment. And we were so excited. And, you know, we're getting excited the way kids do, which is by screaming at the top of their bloody lungs. <laughs> and and my dad came stomping up the stairs. And he was fuming mad. <laughs> And he and if my dad, by the way, I've mentioned on the podcast before, he's just Hank Hill. Like that is my father. He's just <laughs> Hank Hill. And he's coming like, What are you doing? And he's like, I'm tired of you boys fighting. And he just slams off the console and unplugs it from the wall. And we were just like, wow. No. We were so upset. We couldn't believe it oh, that, that that had just happened to us. And That's uh so yeah, Seth finds wow. that story very funny. Yes, uh, but uh, but we uh, your misery yeah, we, is my joy. But yeah, we uh, we um, we, we were not happy about that. Yeah, we just I, I don't remember what we did. If we waited a while until we tried to beat it again, but we did eventually do it, and we were much quieter the next time. But uh, <laughs> well, well, at least you happen. had a save. At least were you able to like yes. pick it up? Like okay, yes. Yeah, yeah plus it was most, on uh, the specific cartridge that you had. So if you're like renting a game or yeah. something, then you got to be, yes. be careful that save will be gone. Yes, yeah. which we did have the, the cartridge itself. So that was. Hmm. But anyway, yeah. You I, hit I, upon a good topic, like like make, almost beating a game and something happens. Oh, Because there's one, and it's funny. You know, when you talk about these things, it's like it's like some tragic, you know, incident. Like, <laughs> you know, everything's getting yes. real serious. But yeah. Um, and also going back to the RPGs, that uh, Final Fantasy three on Super Nintendo, mm -hmm. which is yeah. obviously Final Fantasy six. But anyway, yeah. It's uh, <clears throat> I uh, I made it all the way to uh, Kefka's Tower, and all of a sudden the game glitched. Like it did some weird thing where like oh, it just. No. It, it, you know, they, like it broke up into like weird colors and stuff. So it was like just a strange glitch. It froze, had to reset the game. And then when I started it up again, uh, all the save slots were erased. It just erased oh. everything. And I spent no. like months working on this game trying to. <laughs> oh my God. And then all of a sudden I just lost everything. And 
after that, I never attempted that game a second time. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh d- d- uh, like re- recently, this year, uh, uh, last year, um, I tried to play through Final Fantasy IV on DS. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my lovely brother Peter let me borrow it. Um, and but, that's the one that's uh, two on Super Nintendo? Uh, two, yes. Two on okay. Super Nintendo. And I tried to play it, and I got to a point I had not saved in too long. It, w- it was like the first dungeon. And I lost, I died, and I went like, way back, and I was like, no, you know what? I'm not doing this. Like, I don't have time anymore. <laughs> I don't have time for this. And it, just like imagine that happening to you now when you're doing this with everything else you got going on, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, with, with you with your busy schedule and your, your kids and, and me with, with, you know, my schedule and my kids, I'm just like, man, what do I do? <laughs> Where do I go from? <laughs> like, what have I done? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just a thought. Bless you, Bobber. Come across. Like mine was on N64, I was playing Bajor's Mask, and I got the strategy guide for it, so I literally did everything step by step. When I got to the Stone Tower Temple, I got outside, turned outside down, and was like, now hook shot the chest. <laughs> to go back up, I was like, oh, that's there before. I looked, it was not there. Reset my last save of turn off, turn back on, back was not there. I did not complete the game. I had every single mask, every single heartbeat. Is that like a glitch you're saying? Is it? Yeah. Really? He's talking about how my, uh, my I see my brother over there sh- uh, nodding his head. Uh, <laughs> do, do you want to confirm that that happened? Yeah, Majora's Mask is notorious for that. Oh, really? Uh, okay. happened to me like two or three times. Wow. So that happens in my, Majora's Mask. My huh? brother, uh, wow. We had someone in the audience say this about how, how he just had like everything gone just after wow. completing most of the game and uh, my brother confirming that that, and that, that, that was common. <laughs> if wow. it, that can't be, it wasn't heard, but... I'm hoping yeah, that to uh, play that sometimes. This is good, like, you know, research. It's good advice, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I could inspire you. I would like you. to do a like video. Yeah. miseries could inspire you. Because uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I've always been so intrigued by that game. I've never, you know, made it far. It's a good one. Yeah, because I'm kind of just interested in just the way it's so different from any other Zelda game. And um, it sort of has like a creepy vibe to it. And like, I don't mm. know. I just would really mm. like to take the time out to do a video about that one. But I just haven't gotten there yet. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's on 3DS? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it might be a tougher to record, but, uh, but if you're just playing it for yourself, but just, well, play, just, yeah. just point a camera at it, right? That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's how that works. That was yeah, <laughs> maybe that's how. Yeah, maybe yeah. like uh, in the, the, the like ten or eleven years ago in YouTube days. That's how. Like uh, uh, I remember the channel Game Life. Uh, I do not they, they were really early video game channel. They just pointed their camera at their screen and everything. <laughs> so, yeah, but oh, uh, you know, it yeah. used to be. Basic, yeah, got a little off topic from the first thing, but just this whole tantrums thing is like I was playing Resogun on PS4, mm-hmm. and that game's really tough. And that game got me. I love it, but uh, that game got me pissed off. And uh, but when you get there's no game to like throw against a wall. If you have it digitally, you just have to like painstakingly <laughs> go through the steps and like delete it or something. It's, like, yeah. it's not nearly as satisfying as, as, as chucking a PS1 game like under your couch or something, which is or what your I dad used to asking do. if he could break it. Yeah, yeah. Or your dad asking if he could hammer it. You um, have to hammer the console yeah. itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would have been glad to be like, well, yeah, I'll smash that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of bad things, um, you you had ri- you had written down uh, Zelensky about yeah. the first. 
I, I think you're right about this. The first movie based on a video okay, game. Okay, well, this was my mm. first video game movie that I had seen, but I it was coincidentally based on a video also game. the first one, Super mm. Mario Brothers. Yeah. And I was, ah. I was young enough to the, uh, where I could, like, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't understand <laughs> why it had nothing to do with the video game, mm-hmm. but I still kind of enjoyed it, and I, like, saw connections that weren't really there. Like, yeah. I somehow thought... That yeah. uh, Pete, uh, uh, Daisy, uh, the, the the princess's uh, father, that was the fungus, was somehow Toad, even though the other guy was. To- I was. It made sense in my yeah. in my little brain it at did. the time. You know, when I saw it, I was not critical of that movie. When I saw yeah. it as a kid, because mm-hmm. I was yeah. just like, mm-hmm. it's a movie. It's not a game. And nobody's <laughs> ever done this. Yeah. So yeah. how would it ever be like the game? Because it's a movie. And that's and a yeah. weird yeah. game to make into a movie anyway. Yeah. It, narratively, it's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it ain't yes. here. Yeah, um, <laughs> for sure. Um, Are you talking a, 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 a movie that's based on a game? Yes. Yeah. Movie based on a but game. But I was thinking yeah. the same thing you're thinking at first, too. Wasn't there like Dennis Menace first? Oh, Dennis oh, oh, Menace, Oh, yeah. a movie, a, a game based on... On, on a, a movie. movie. Oh, yeah. well, that oh, would, well, that it would be good was... to switch. Maybe next we'll switch gears and yeah. talk about that. We yeah. could yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, sir. Yes. Uh, thank, thank you for that. <laughs> um, no, yeah. but uh, but yeah, Super Mario Brothers movie, um, I you know I was the same way when I was a kid. I just thought it, it was cool. It was a movie based yeah. on a game. Yeah. Honestly, even now, as a full-grown adult, if you look back at this movie, it is wild to watch yeah. and mm-hmm. just think, man, they thought this was a good idea. Like they, <laughs> they thought this was the, the the way to do this. Like it's ama- Like it's amazing the stories you can make in your yeah. head over. Like this is what they, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't put the connections together. Yeah. The, the mental connections yeah, yeah. they can't and work. And people are still discovering connections years later in that movie. Like, like yeah. somebody point out like the there's this one part where, like the guys are wearing like these gas masks. Yeah, it's like those are the shy guys. Oh like, my god! Are you god. serious? Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> And then there's like a part when like uh, I don't know they use like the boots or whatever and like the the, yes. the boots with like the rocket yes. stuff at the end and, yeah. and that's like um, and that's basically like how Mario like jumps like yeah. trying to like explain yeah. that's his super <laughs> jump or yeah. something and and so like someone's yeah. like listing off all these things he's like it's basically like if Christopher Nolan tried to make <laughs> a movie based on Mario and like grounded everything and tried to like rationalize it all and like, <laughs> The, uh, yeah. I, you know, and, and Dennis Hopper is in it. Uh, Dennis Hopper is in it. Like, yeah, yeah, acting yeah. to the rafters. Yeah. And just, like, like being <laughs> yeah, as de- yeah. Dennis Hopperiest. Yeah, uh, yeah. It is It is a tour de force. Uh. Re- really, honestly, if anybody has not seen Super Mario Brothers, if you can somehow watch it. No, come on. Check you, it sh- out. you should Check watch it. it. Yeah. Just, just, just to watch it be like, I can't believe that this is... This is the case. Get get a bunch of friends, get a six pack, twelve pack, thirty pack, (laughs) and make it happen because it is fun. It really is a fun watch if you look at the right mindset. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, but we did have someone in the audience talk about um, what uh, uh, the first uh, game based on a movie, and I think would that be Superman for Atari? Would you count that? Or does that not really count? Is that based on the comic more than the movie? I mean, it I came out subsequently. It was 1978. The first thing that pops into my head for movie-based games are the Tron games, mm. um, Porky's? Oh, uh, yeah, Porky's. <laughs> and MASH. Yeah, yeah. It was a MASH game MASH. as well, what? which you could say oh, was... Alien. Alien, which is a Pac-Man game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, um, but Superman, though, was that... Was that 
when did that come out on that was Atari? Sa- that was 78 Oh, okay. So well, that then, was really early yeah. in the Atari. Is it based on the movie? Because the movie to was seventy-seven, right? So it was either seventy-seven or seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, you could say that. Hmm. I mean, if you want to, you could say it was based on the movie. I'll allow it. I'm saying it's not. I'll allow it. I'm saying it's <laughs> yeah. not. I'm saying it's based on the so comic then, mythology. Is there anything? The, 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 the memory machine said so. <laughs> yeah, it's the truth. Well, then, what will be next? What will be like? Uh, not ET, because that was late eighty-two. 82 yeah. Um, I'm um, supposed to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's fine. Well, Alien, it's better than I could do in six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alien was seventy nine. That was and the, and the game came out. I think in eighty two or eighty three. Oh, did it? That oh, would be okay. before the Tron games. Tron came out in nineteen eighty. I think eighty two is when Tron came out. Eighty two. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So Alien. That's you know that know. that's something to look into because I because I would say honestly at the top of my head that Superman was the first. Is, is one it worth a, a Google movie. real quick? It's worth like, a Google. Yeah. I'm googling. All right, I'm a, the Google oh, is oh, underway. He's, he, he's got. He's googling. Talk so in, in that case, uh, let's uh, debate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was Superman indeed based uh, off of the movie? I don't think that game was based on anything. <laughs> no, it's just it's just we had a pre-existing <laughs> game mechanic and let's yeah. slap Superman into it. <laughs> it is a weird game, the Superman uh-huh. Atari game. With like um, the the looping backgrounds, like yes, I yes yes, <laughs> I, I've explored it in emulators, mm-hmm. trying to figure out you know what is the what is the mechanic like what am I going for here and it's, I don't think it's something yeah, yeah. You, can, you can ascertain from actually just playing the game. I think you need the manual to say here's what each little bit is. Uh huh. Here's how you're supposed to interpret this uh, blob of pixels and you're supposed to yeah, bring yeah. this blob of pixels to this blob of pixels. Yeah, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. That's <laughs> kind of the fun thing about old Atari games. This um, is how you're supposed to interpret yes, this blob right. of pixels. Yeah. Right. There's just not enough definition there to uh-huh. make the image. Uh, do okay. we have any reason? Well, uh, we have... I'm not positive this is the first, but it's certainly earlier than Superman. Death Race? Oh! 1976? Well, when was the game? The game was called, was called Death oh, Race, wow. based off and the, the movie, movie was seventy five. Was it an Death arcade? Race 2000. Arcade game. Okay, yeah. I, so we're opening up to arcades, and for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever played Death Race 2000? Uh, De- Death Race arcade game? No. It's at the Strong Museum in Rochester. Really? Uh, Why well, should they have it behind ropes? So you can't actually play oh, it. But it's okay. there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it like one of a kind? Is there no other like? No, it was mass. I mean, it was mass produced on the way. An arcade game, a video arcade game in the mid seventies, could be mass produced. Okay. Um, huh. It was a game where you ran over, well, mm. the instruction booklet said that you ran over goblins. So you, <laughs> well, But it just looks like little stick figures and you're running over people and getting points for it. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and they turn into little gravestones when you, when you wow. hit them. Um, it's been a while since it, I've seen the movie, but I'm, yeah. I'm, rem- I'm starting to remember. Like so in the movie, it was like this sadistic game where like yes. you run over people when you're driving. You get a hundred points for the elderly. And it has and uh, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, you, you laugh. This is a real movie starring Sylvester Stallone yes. and uh, the guy from Kung Fu, David Carradine. David Carradine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and Kill Bill, which actually is yeah. a really fun movie. I recommend looking up Death Race 2000. It it's is. A it is movie. a fun movie, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, yes. Um, just to get back to the original Sabe at first. Mm-hmm. A movie. Often in my head. Um, we'll go to 50. It's my favorite genre of games. Well, it was the first role-playing game RPG. Oh, here's a good question. Another good first. If we want yeah. to, if we want, if we want to uh, diverge from the topic of Death yeah. Race 2000, <laughs> well, yeah. what, what would define an RPG? Like, what what do you really like? What's the most like important? wizardry or? Yeah. But but even with that, like, there's so many. Because hmm. what's the most important 
ingredient in an RPG. I would say stats. 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 Stats and turn-based. Mm-hmm. An immersion. Yeah. Uh-huh. Make you invest in the game. I. Mm-hmm. I, I would say probably a Colabeth takes. Uh, you know, mm. I, I'm probably wrong about that. You know, there is a game called D and D that came out in the well, came out. It was programmed by somebody in like MIT in the mid '70s on a mainframe. But um, in terms of like to the general public, probably a Calabeth on the Apple II in '79. But in terms of like the first one that I played. I guess it was, was it Pokemon, Aaron? Can, my brother, can you confirm? Was that the first one we really played? Can you remember? Okay, because that, that, that sounds right, because we probably played Pokemon and were like, what are more games like this? I have to know, I have to play games like this, because it was just so, like you said, immersive. Um, uh, not, not up to that point. Not, a, not up to that point, I hadn't played Final Fantasy. Well, no, funny story. My dad uh, uh, rented Final Fantasy... Uh, way back in the day, my dad, we, we never had a Nintendo, but my, my dad would go to Wegmans, which is uh, a grocery store in the western New York oh. area. You know Wegmans in Philly, do you, James? Wegmans? They're, yeah, they, they tend to be, like, I think they're in they're New Jersey and yeah. Pennsylvania, uh, maybe. Are they up here in New yeah. York? Oh, or? yeah, they started yeah. in Rochester, right? Well, oh, yeah, they okay. did. Uh, they're, they're headquartered oh, okay. in Rochester. So what but, would you call that, like just north? Yes, Northeast? they did. Yeah, you could yep. you could rent oh. tapes and video games and all that kind of stuff. But my dad would rent, uh, my my dad would w- would rent uh, a Nintendo console, and it came in this neon orange case, and he'd bring it home. And my brother and I would just get so excited because we knew it was in there, and we really wanted to play it. And he would rent things like the the Muppet game and whatever. But <laughs> but but my dad my dad tells me uh, I don't remember this, but my dad told me he's like, oh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, I rented that game. It was weird. It was I just it was it was like a book. I didn't want to re- play a book. Like it was like, and my dad was just was just befuddled by the very idea of an of an RPG video game. Um, you want to play a book? Yeah, yeah you want to want to play a book? I don't think actually so. there no. were books like like that. Where That's like, not what he yeah. sounds like, but it, yeah. It, it, but there, anyway. there was like well, I can't remember the names, but it wasn't choose your own adventure. But it was similar mm. to that. It was like a yeah. book where you would make these choices and you'd have like hit points and stuff. And yes, like, like a game book, I think is yeah. what they called them. And they had these awesome covers. Like it would yes. be like these guys like battling these dragons. If only my brother-in-law Drew is here, he collects those. And so he <laughs> has like, he, he, he just yeah. he gave one to me. I haven't dug into it yet. But mm. but yeah, no, that's interesting you bring that up. But yeah, what were yeah. the first, uh, Seth, you're not a huge RPG guy. What was the, the first, first RPG, RPG you is tried? Chrono Trigger, which I played last year. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, no, well, before that, I had tried a little bit of Final Fantasy VII ba- back in the day. Um, and uh, you know what? I kept um, renting Super Mario RPG and forgetting that it wasn't a platformer game. <laughs> so <laughs> I would keep renting it, and then every time I'd be like, oh, oh. <laughs> it was like, I don't understand That's a it. good I one, too, yeah. I mean, it's a, gra- it's a great game, yeah. but it's yeah. just like for me and my, 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 dumb, my dumb brain, I just can't. I, yeah, getting the RPGs was tough for me, but th- that was probably the first one I'd ever played because I played it, and I didn't really understand how it worked, and mm-hmm. then I, keep, yeah, I kept forgetting it was an RPG. So yeah. that would be the first one well, for me. What about you, James, the first RPG? First RPG, actually, I think it was Final Fantasy III. Oh, yeah. Uh, Six. Good one to start with. Yeah. yeah. Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did any of you guys have any other further favorite firsts? 
Are you talking to us or to the audience? To you guys. I can't see your face. To you, the, the <laughs> co-hosts. Well, I, I had just a few others I'd rattle off. We want to wrap up here. but um, mm-hmm. Rapid fire? In terms of when I misinterpreted the topic, my the first time of me being scared in a video game, there was Resident Evil Clock Tower and Silent Hill, which was uh. like, it was really interesting because I, I wanted to play the games, but I would be, you know, I would be afraid and I would be at, you know, at school like thinking like at the end of the day I have to go back and I have to keep playing Clock Tower. I'm not looking forward to it because because I was like I, I have it. to go back, but I don't want to go back. It was a very interesting <laughs> sensation. I'm just you know I'm into like horror stuff in general. Wait, wait, wait. You're in yeah. school and you don't want to go back to video games. Correct. <laughs> that's yeah. Does not compute. I know, man. That's what the, that's what the fear did to my to, did to me. Yeah. Actually, recently picked up this like RPG horror game called Fidelica. Yeah, I've never heard that. Well, it's like obscure, and yeah. I'm like really happy to have it. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> There's like more. What is it like? Survival horror? Yeah, or it's what is like it? horror game. You go around and it plays like Final. Fantasy turn okay. oh, well, What's the name of it again? Cadelica. 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 So if anyone at okay. uh, home listening, Cadelica. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, speaking of PS1 horror games, uh, I think the first bootleg game I ever played was for PS1. It was a game <laughs> called Thrill Kill, an unreleased, uh, very violent uh, fighting game that was all like, like. S and M themed like fighters, and it, it, it was all it was super violent, and it was all like torture stuff. It was it was a really weird unreleased PS one game, and uh, yeah, and uh, then I the first time I ever experienced ragdoll physics in a game <laughs> was. Uh, it wasn't the first game to have Explain, it. Explain uh, ragdoll physics. Rag. Yeah. <laughs> stuntman. So, stuntman. Uh, what's that racing or like Pepsi car man. crashing game? Was it Metal Carmageddon? No, not Carmageddon. The one where you like crash into things and Trot. you have to bolt your guy out of the like, oh. car. Mm, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of it right now. I have no um, idea what this but is. But ragdoll physics is when like you kill an enemy and then they just flop all over the place. Like it's just physics like takes over and uh-huh. it's like they're weightless and they just flop over uh-huh. in a really awkward yeah. position. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I think that started becoming a thing in like the PS2 era. But I first mm. experienced it in the Minority Report game, which is not a good game, but it was very fun. Like you what would console? kill you. Yeah, yeah, on, on PS2, and you would just, uh, yeah, you would kill an enemy, and then they would just go weightlessly flying like through the glass, and, and it was uh, very entertaining. And that's that was not a good game, but it was entertaining because of that. That was a very new thing to me. Uh, first time, oh, these are these are both relevant to anger nerd matters. First voices, <laughs> first voices, and flat out, flat out, yes, absolutely. Uh, that's a big ragdoll physics yeah. game. Uh, first voice and voices in a video game, the Intellivoice voice synthesis module. Yeah, the Intel- television and television synthesis module. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, for swearing, I have in a like game. four of them. <laughs> Do fucking. <laughs> I suppose they just I, pop I up. I use them as I use them as bookends. <laughs> And I'm not even kidding. Cubert <laughs> <laughs> uh, first swearing in a game. Ah, right? okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess yeah. First censored swear, but a swear never. Uh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's a pine before the days of uh, ugly effing reds and uh, everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> From uh, Hong Kong. Wait. Was oh, it oh, oh, yeah. 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 Hong Kong yeah. Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then there was also that um that oh gee what was that that Famicom game. That Padden, whatever. That, oh, that explosive fighter Padden. Explosive yeah. fighter Padden yeah, on yeah. Famicom Disk System. <laughs> oh God, you know I'll, I'll enlighten you right now. I'm just gonna Google it. <laughs> Watch this. This 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 is 
This will change your life. <laughs> I'm ready. It will completely change, change, life. change my life. He sounds like Natalie Portman in Garden State. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to introduce us to the shins. Um, while he's looking that up, uh, uh, first gore in a video game might be Chiller. Yeah. Which is like a weird well, bad Death Race game. 2000, you could say. Or Death Race, yeah, yeah. the game. Well, there wasn't explicit. Pixelated, Chiller, black and you white, could see. Uh, non microprocessor gore. The details. Yeah. But and I don't know if you had anything else. Uh, your, over recep- there. your reception, okay. Why the hell I mean, why the hell do I come up whenever oh. I Google my anything like um, <laughs> any video game, any bad video game? Yeah, if I, if I oh. Google anything I'm, and that's like my video comes up, I'm like, all right, well, um, fine. First, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. first motion capture in a game was Rise of the Robots for Super Nintendo, which I never played. Really? Just every time we went to Blockbuster, I would see the game. I would be with my brother, my older brother. And I would say, oh, I want to rent that game. And he would say, no, don't rent that game. And I, I never got to play it, which is good for the because it's a terrible game. But he, ke- I never, he kept me from playing it. But it was a uh, first motion capture in a game, Rise of the Robots, Super Nintendo. You still working on that? Every time I, I click on the image, something is happening. But it's a, it's a, a, it's a kind of a poor signal in here right now. But ah, fuck, fuck. Okay, here, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, we, you we might it? be able to make we might be able to make this work. Let's okay, just, hold on. I'm gonna keep talking. You just cut in whenever it, you get it. Okay, just, sure, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have any other use Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Oh, you got, okay, okay. You got it. So I can't enlarge it, but okay. okay. Keep in mind, this is an officially uh, released Nintendo product. A uh, Famicom Disk System game. It was released in Japan. Sure. The screen is in English, but okay. but still, here you go. <laughs> I'm going to read this out loud. Turn to side two, and insert to fucking box. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me yeah, try yeah, to process yeah. this. To yeah. insert to fucking box. Do you understand what they're instructing you to do? Are there, you like like you're gonna the you're, you're gonna fight you somebody, yeah. right? Is <laughs> yeah. that right, or I, are you going to I a packing think plant? It's like I don't, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a wow, huh? Yeah, I think it's basically like who had a, yeah, my mind yeah, yeah. is yeah, yeah. full it's, of thoughts. It's like some like somebody had to put in a message to just say, "Hey, flip this disc over to the side B or whatever." Yeah. And for whatever reason, <laughs> just felt the need to swear. <laughs> <laughs> like, how could the, could that be a translation error somehow? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. That's, uh, honestly, yeah. like, you got, like uh, some, have you ever traveled abroad? Sometimes you just see like English swear words on people's T-shirts because people think they look cool. <laughs> I guess that could be one of those cases. I guess, but. But yeah, yeah, wow, what a way to uh, wrap up this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the old fucking um, box ending. Anyway, yeah. I've been uh, Nate Lockhart of The Memory Machine. If you guys out there in the audience, it's thinned out just a little bit, but if you guys have any of your favorite first, please uh, email them to me at memorymachinepod at yahoo.com, memorymachinepod at yahoo.com, and I'm going to have a little follow-up segment, and we'll read some of uh, your entries on there and you know, have a little chat about that. Um, but yeah, memory machine is pretty much all I do. <laughs> uh, Seth, will you please? Uh, yes. Oh, also, you can follow me at Nate underscore Lockhart at uh, that's at Twitter. Yes. Um, go and ahead. And I am also on the old Twister. I am at Cap Americanski, uh, and I'm Seth. Uh, you can find me mainly doing video stuff on uh, thegeekiverse.com, and the Geekiverse, of course, is at thegeekiverse.com. 
on Twitter at the underscore Geekiverse, and then all the other platforms at um, the Geekiverse. The Twitter was the only platform we couldn't get rid of the underscore on. Somebody else has it, and we have to get it back. And yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, check us out. We got ex- some exciting video things coming up. Uh, besides the coverage of Nickel City Con, uh, we got a new uh, PS One centric series coming up, and uh, we'll have more Jackie defense Chan theater stunt. coming mm-hmm. our way. What was that? Jackie Chan stunt. Jackie Chan Stuntmaster will be <laughs> yeah. on our new PlayStation One centric series, our retrospective yeah. series. So PS Trex, look forward to that. And uh, James Rolf was your name, right? You got some kind of up and coming YouTube channel. Where can we find you online? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, throw you a bone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, cinemasker dot com. Yeah, and uh, the angry video game nerd. You can probably find me easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're listening to this, you probably know <laughs> just who Google he is. It. So, just, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well, uh, thank you very much, everybody, for coming. Thank um, you, James, for joining yeah. us. Oh, sure. Yeah, it was yeah. A pleasure yeah, having you. you so yeah, much. thanks uh, for inviting me. Yeah. Hey, no problem. Thanks for being on. Yeah. 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 All right. We love you all. Bye. I love you. Bye. <laughs> that's my line. I guess that's our Hi, everybody. We are back now from having done the live show with James Rolfe. I hope you enjoyed it because I enjoyed doing it. I have, uh, so I got some responses f- uh, from the question of what was your favorite first and video games. And I got a few. I got a few on Facebook. I got, I got one on uh, Yahoo Mail, but I already um, addressed it in the live show. So I thought I'd just read through a couple of these uh, here. In, uh, in the studio with me to help discuss these responses is... Uh, this is Dan Liggett. First time guest. First Dan time Liggett. on the memory machine. Uh, I've been done a couple spots with Austin Bruner, Bruner mm-hmm. 1.0 on Geeks Talk Wrestling. But so this so is you're my, not a stranger to the Geekiverse. I'm not a stranger to the Geekiverse. I'm not, I'm not a full participant, but I'm a trusted friend. Yes, and you're certainly not a stranger to my heart. No, not <laughs> at all. We, uh, Dan and I go way back. We were roommates in college. Mm-hmm. Um, we and were have been friends ever since. The best man in each other's weddings. That's right. That's so we, right. We have quite the history. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. So, but uh, he also knows a thing or two about some of the things on this list. So I thought we could read through a couple of these. First one I have here is from Dan Strothman. Strothman. Apologies, Dan. Um, he says, first time I saw Super Mario sixty four at a game event a few months before release blew my mind in a way that I'm sure will never happen again. And yeah, do we want to talk about a little bit about Super Mario 64 and what a huge deal that was when it came out? It's still considered one of the greatest games to ever come out for the Nintendo 64. It's certainly one of the ones to age the best. Absolutely. It's yeah. it's a polarizing system with yes. a lot of people, especially with the controller, a lot of people don't like everything about the Nintendo 64. Personally, mm-hmm. it is my favorite system of all time. Uh, in my formative years of video gaming, it was the system I used the most. It was the NES and then right into the Nintendo 64. Wow, uh, what a leap. Yeah, yeah. it was phenomenal. Um, um, yeah, you and Drew Burke both love the N64. It's both your well, guys' why, favorite Why systems. wouldn't you? I mean, it has some of the yeah. best quality games in pretty much any genre, whether it's platforming, whether it's first-person shooter, whether it's RPG, whether it's um, mm-hmm. turn-based party games. Uh, multiplayer, single player. It, it I, yeah. honestly, it, it is a, such a well-rounded system, especially for coming out. And what was it, ninety six? Yeah, ninety six. Ninety six, because the Famicom came out first, right? Famicom sixty four. Then, well, it was Famicom. Uh, it was the original NES in Japan. It was oh. nineteen eighty three. It was called the Nintendo sixty four in Japan. Oh, was it well. really? Yes, it was. Uh, but it came out first there, right? I think so. Yeah. Not by much. I don't yeah. think. 
Uh, but Super Mario 64 was the game that everybody wanted. Yeah. It, it, I don't even know if it was part of the um, package when you bought it. Uh, yeah, I think you had to buy it separately. Yeah. I think you had to, I don't, I don't I believe have the distinct memories came of, with the of wanting it so bad and not getting yes. it until my birthday. And that was yes. very frustrating. Um, I remember when that game came out, because at the time there were other 3D games mm-hmm. around. I mean, there's notably other 3D platformers. I believe Jumping Flash came before Super Mario 64. Maybe it did. I don't know. Uh, don't quote me on that. Uh, and, and there were things like the formative VR stuff. You remember like going to malls and seeing like virtual reality kiosks yeah. and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. And that was beforehand. But I think when I saw Nintendo doing it with Mario, Super Mario 64, mm-hmm. it kind of made me realize like, okay... This style of game is actually here to stay, mm-hmm. and we really are moving on from the 16-bit days. Because before then, it wasn't quite enough to convince uh, eight-year-old me um, or <laughs> the nine, cynic nine, six, that you nine, were nine-year-old me, nine yeah. years old. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, you, you can look too. There is a video from it's it's either I think it's E3 from like '95, and it's they're showing off Super Mario 64 for the first time and there are audible gasps in the audience like people who just can't and they're laughing to themselves just who can't believe what they're actually seeing on screen super mario 64 had that that deep of an impact mm-hmm. on on video games and again like like we said it's uh it, it holds up a lot better than than a lot of the other 3d platformers that came out in its wake mm-hmm. uh no one's talking about croc <laughs> everyone's nobody's talking about that no nobody's talking about that people still are talking about spyro for some reason i don't know i have no affinity for that game but i had a spyro you know. game for the nintendo gamecube because i oh, you did? i was definitely okay. nintendo for my entire video game I. career as was i still have a wii you know yeah. that's just where i am unlike you weirdo seth Zelinsky, Ugh. you weird sony kid oh i think i just threw up a little i know uh, no, so, respect for people like that. Yeah, but respect. Have, mm-hmm, but, but, but blah. Super <laughs> Mario 64 led way to other platformers. Specifically oh, yeah. for me, Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Tooie. Oh, yeah. Banjo, yeah. And we all, and for those who don't know, we got a big rare fan over here in yes. terms of rare platformers. Yeah, Donkey Kong Country. Those mm-hmm. those games were yeah. amazing. And they started with Super Mario 64. Yep, that's right. So we have here another one from Johan Axel. Who says, uh, I have no clue which game actually did it first, but letting you skip battles or set your party to auto-battle in RPGs. Sometimes you just want to progress the story when you're already strong enough, or sometimes you need to grind a bit, but don't actually feel like fighting the same random mooks a hundred times. It's Is the latter one cheating? Eh, maybe. But man, it saves a lot of frustration, is what he says. And yeah, I did a little digging. I could not find what the first one was to do auto-battle. Um, that's not a very easy, easily Googleable thing. You can't just type in and say, like, okay, what was the first one to auto battle? And it doesn't, you're not going to get anything. But I believe Earthbound let you do it. Dan? <laughs> I could not answer anything about this because I, I have never played RPG games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really couldn't. Um, uh, Johan mentions maybe it was the Tales of games, Tales of Symphonia, Tales of Fantasia that would allow that. And uh, Tom Jacques set, uh, suggests that uh, Fantasy Star would let you set up macros. Um, but no concrete answer. So if you do know what that is, I would love to find out. Uh, please email me at memorymachinepod at yahoo.com or bug me on Twitter. My DMs are open. Slip into those DMs. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. What, what was that? Slip into my DMs. You ever heard of that uh, phrase? I've heard that it, phrase? but I've never felt so uncomfortable. 
Okay. <laughs> Good. Are you ready for this podcast? Okay. Oh, yeah. Great. So, so anyway, yeah, uh, Johan, we'll, we'll hopefully get back to you on that. Uh, I would love to find out. Eric, um, pardon me, Eric. Eric Sonakolb says... Sonakob. Uh, Sonakob. Yep. Sure. Oh, okay. I'm going to assume it's S-O-N-N-E-K-O-L-B. Uh, S-O-N-N-A-K-O-L-B, but yeah, uh, Sonakob. Sonakob. All right, cool. I think this, he says, I think this was the first six-player arcade cabinet. And he attaches a picture of the six-player X-Men arcade Ooh. cabinet. He says, I've been a huge X-Men fan since I was a kid, and coming across this beautiful monster at an arcade back in the day blew my mind. Absolutely phenomenal. Yes. I That is still a lot of fun to play, even though it gets a little repetitive towards the end. There's something so satisfying about beating up those robots. I don't know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You, you were telling me before we started recording that you beat this sucker. I did. It took yeah. many quarters, but I've I've beaten it a few times. Yeah. It's, I don't know something about that game. You know, I've I've always been attached to the X Men. Um, there was a an arcade in the area at the McKinley Mall in Blaisdell, New York, that was called the Boardwalk, and it was just full mm. of skee ball and arcade games. It was fantastic, and I would go there. Um, they had that as well as the four-player um, Ninja Turtles game. And oh, yeah. The first one where you're going through the burning building and fighting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fight Rocksteady. Yep. So that was, um, th- between those two games, um, I, I spent lots of money there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, but yes, X-Men always always was special. Yeah. The uh, the the, uh, the thing that always sticks out to me, and, and I learned recently this was a big thing that they do at MAGFest, but... Um, is uh, Colossus when you play as him, and he does the you, you, give, you do the like the power, yes, power, he goes, Bleh! like that. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was my guy. <laughs> I, can't, I I can't do it right, but uh, but it's you, like you know what? Yeah. You are surprisingly close to what it actually sounded like because that. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to stick in the uh, sound effect a couple of times in here just to uh, just just to give the effect, but uh, it's yeah. pretty fun. Do that. Um, almost as fun as the uh, Captain America and Avengers Data East game. You ever played that one? No, I've not. It's uh, beat him up with like Captain America and Iron Man, and mm-hmm. you just uh, like whenever they get beat up or something or they lose a life, it's no, <laughs> or you know, like it's Captain America doing it, like wasp. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's great. Anyway, so yeah, X Men Arcade. I-, I played that a lot on Mame. I, I beaten it on Mame, uh, the emulator. Um. Nothing uh, like I, I standing got... in front of a real machine, though. No, heavens no, with a booming stereo sound. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what does Magneto say in that game? Like, Welcome to die. Welcome <laughs> to die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Franzel Nikberm says, I've always felt that Battlezone was the first FPS or first-person shooter. Not that anybody really needs to know what that definition Anyway, uh, does anyone know if there were any others before it? And I responded with... Uh, there were first-person shooter games on mainframe computers in the 1970s, games like Maze War in 1975, you know, you could play at colleges. But in terms of being available to the general public, that honor either goes to Starfire in the arcades or Star Raiders on the Atari 8-bit computers, which were both released in 1979. Of course, those games were like cockpit first-person shooters, you know, like you're in a spaceship, zooming around shooting. In terms of being behind a gun and firing... I guess it would be Maze War, but if you're talking about at the home, maybe Wolfenstein 3D? Eh? If you're looking for me, I am sorry, but I have no idea. This is another... I 
I don't really have a history with first-person shooters either. Yeah, I don't. Um, with the I exception don't. of GoldenEye because it was on Nintendo 64. Yeah. And Perfect right, Dark yeah. because it was yeah. on Nintendo 64. Required the RAM pack. Ram, For what? The, required the RAM expansion, Perfect Dark. Yes. It, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. it did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have much knowledge about I it. Don't, I don't. I've yeah. never really been a big fan of first-person shooters. I've mm-hmm. been very poor at them. Um, I, I don't know. Usually, I, I, I like games with a lot of color. Mm-hmm. And most first-person shooters are uh, various shades of brown. Pretty dark. And they, they don't appeal to me very much. No. Um, the adventure except the platforming. For, except for is. Splatoon. Splatoon does, and I think it's because it's got those big old bright colors. Makes me want to play it. That's got to be it. For uh, Wii U and uh, Switch. Yep. Yep, i got to pick that up. Okay, so I'm going to butcher your name because this looks, uh, I believe, Portuguese, this name. Um, I Deepest apologies. Uh, João Pontes. Uh, says his favorite first is Trespasser Jurassic Park, which had Havoc-like physics and physics puzzles before Half-Life 2. In fact, right around Half-Life 1. The dinosaur's movement was also based on physics, which would create immensely amusing situations where you'd have raptors unable to support their own weight or Brachiosaurus stomping so hard on the ground that even when they would comically jump around due to their own stomping. It also had an immersive HUD. A tattoo on your character would show you how much life you had left, Oh, like in uh, Jumanji, the movie Jumanji, and she would also lay out how uh, lay out loud say out loud how many bullets she had. You also controlled your character's arms directly, meaning that you actually had to aim your arm to pick up things in the environment, shoot or activate something. That sounds miserable. It says, and then he he finishes up with saying, "It was a wonderful disaster." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I looked it up a little bit. Trespasser Jurassic Park uh, came out for uh, computers in 97, 98. Okay. So it seems like it was uh, first to explore a lot of these first-person shooter mm-hmm. uh, mechanics that I don't know much about because I don't play first-person shooters. No. So, Dan, did you have any favorite firsts coming into here? I did. There was one first that always sticks out in my brain when um, I got my Nintendo GameCube for the first time. And I popped in, because Nintendo GameCube, for some reason, they had those little tiny discs. Oh, yeah, little they mini discs. Yeah. yeah, they weren't normal CD slash DVD size. They were just like little... Because like, they were so afraid of piracy. They were so afraid of it. Um, but anyway, didn't it, matter. Did, yeah. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. People were still going to buy it stripped in the menu. Yeah. So it would be when I first opened up my Nintendo GameCube and I plugged it in for the first time. And I put in Luigi's Mansion mm. because that was the game that came with the console. Right. I remember audibly saying to my sister, wow, look at how his hand trembles when he grabs the door handle. <laughs> These graphics are amazing. Wow. It just blew me away. It was yeah. it was almost like when I watched a DVD for the first time and thought, yeah. my goodness, look at these graphics. Yeah. But it, yeah. again, a Luigi's Mansion... I, I really liked that game. It was simple. It was. It's one I want to revisit. It's uh, one, yeah. they, they made a sequel for it on the Nintendo DS or the 3DS. I can't mm-hmm. remember which one. And I have one of those systems, so I should just go ahead. Yeah. and uh, Luigi uh, mm-hmm. Dark Dark Mansion something. Yeah. But anyway. But yeah, it's, the favorite first cool. are you know experiencing though whenever there's like a huge jump in graphics mm-hmm. like that, experiencing that for the first time and realizing wow they can. They can do a lot yeah. with video games now. I remember my dad staring at, um, I don't remember what the game was, but it was one of the football games uh, in 1999. Which one would that have been? Just, uh, uh, NFL Blitz? Or two, Madden 2000? Uh, would have been 2K. It probably would have been 2K Sports. 2K Sports? A- 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 NFL 2K, like the very first one. Okay. 
and it was on Sega Dreamcast, and my dad, we were at uh, KB Toys, and my dad just staring at the screen, just being like, I can't. It looks like television. It's just like he, he, he couldn't believe how real the football And then you go back looked. and think, well, that's not really that. It's not that great. <laughs> it's not fantastic. Yeah. But we're looking through the lens of 2018 right. now. I so. mean, honestly, like I, I would, venture, I would uh, venture to say that Dreamcast probably has the easiest to stomach of early video, of early 3D graphics. Oh, for sure. Uh, they're for a lot sure. smoother than like, you know, in 64, PlayStation, my God, PlayStation games look so ugly now. <laughs> Place, uh, like the original PlayStation yeah. games? Yeah, well, well I, I thought they looked ugly then, to be mm-hmm. fair. Uh, I was never really into the PlayStation very much. Even, even back then, I was like, mm, I'm going to stick to my Super I Nintendo, I played thanks. a lot of Twisted Metal with one of my friends. Oh, that, yeah? That franchise has a lot to offer, but mm. nothing else is really yeah. interesting. I'm sorry, Setslinski. Your your opinions are totally valid, and, and, uh, and mm. not only valid, but there's a lot of reason to them. I'm sorry you're not here to defend the PlayStation yeah. while we sit around and just rip on it. But that Nintendo 64, holy oh boy. boy. I sure love those, like, 50 games you can play yeah. on it. There were over a 1,000 games for the Nintendo 64. I think it tops out a I don't a, think that's a true. 1,060. I don't think that's true. You can look it up. Uh, games for the N64? Games for the N64. Go ahead and Google it right now. I'm he's Googling. Right now. He has his phone and he's Googling. I'm do it right now. Uh, so just Google list of uh, Nintendo 64 games. All right, so there are considerably less than over a thousand uh, N64 games. I just really want people to like the Nintendo 64. There guys. are 296 games released in North America for the Nintendo 64. Now we know. That's fair. There you go. So a lot less than the PlayStation, which likely did have over a thousand games. I'd like to apologize to your viewers. Yeah. Your viewers, <laughs> your listeners. Nobody's watching this right now yeah. except for me. If you are watching this, how? <laughs> Get um, out of here. So anyway, thanks a lot for listening, uh, and for and thank you again to James Rolfe for appearing on the podcast. Very cool. Uh, my name again is Nate Lockhart. For whatever reason you forgot that. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate underscore Lockhart. And, of course, you can go to MemoryMachinePod.com to keep up with what's uh, what's uh, happening. And you check out the Geekiverse feed, SoundCloud, all that kind of stuff. Liggett, where can we find you? Dan, Mr. D- Dan. I'm sorry, Dan. I, I call him Liggett because it's last name. It's anyway, Dan. It's okay. You can where call me can Liggett. we find you? So you can find me on Twitter at LiggySmalls04. I am not very active, but as I always say, Kevin Owens is. So follow Kevin Owens because he's <laughs> absolutely fantastic on that. Mm. Uh, beyond that, um, Geekiverse is the thing to be. That's right. TheGeekiverse.com. Do it. TheGeekiverse.com. All right. So we'll be back again uh, next week with another podcast because this one came out a week late. So thanks for listening. Love you. Bye.